0: Remember when you went through that Led Zeppelin phase in high school? Well, we didn't. So we're here to bring you back to the glory days as we rediscover classic dad music and culture. I'm Lily. I'm Ryan. I'm Grace. And we're not dads, but we are friends. And here's our podcast, Dad Box. You want to do an intro?
1: Yeah, welcome to Dad Box. What episode? I don't remember what episode we're on. I don't know. Eight? Nine? Um, And we have guests... John, our friends, John and Monica. And Yay. Lost
0: Hello. so also lost Grace today.
1: Not permanently. She's just not here. Uh, R.I.P. Grace. R.I.P. Uh, happy to be here. But yeah, so we're doing Jimi Hendrix. Wait, who picked Jimi Hendrix between?
2: I did.
0: Yeah. John wanted to come on this podcast, so I was like, what do you want to do? And originally he said another thing, but I... I said no, and then you picked Jimi Hendrix. But this actually <laughs> works out well because Monica actually knows Jimi Hendrix, unlike me, <laughs> you know? I mean,
3: I've heard of him. I have some, like, very formative memories tied to him.
0: Such as? We'll talk about background.
2: bathroom memories?
0: What is it?
3: <laughs> this is going to be a live breakup. <laughs> um, That's what
0: the people want.
3: Jemiathan Hendrix. Is, some is that really Mormon. his name?
2: Yeah, Jemite. he's a Mormon.
0: I don't know if that's true. 100% real. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, shit. I literally read the Wikipedia page. Damn it. Well, my history of Jimi Hendrix is that I heard the song Purple Rain. Is that what it's called? No,
2: nope,
0: that's, that's not. Prince. Oh, Haze. fuck. Purple Haze. Yeah. I heard that one and Purple Rain. I yeah. um, camped once and I never listened to any other Jimi Hendrix otherwise. But I just talked to my dad two minutes ago because it's his birthday. Happy birthday, dad. And he told me he loves Jimi Hendrix, but he could never listen to it because my mom hates it. Hi, mom.
3: All right. So maybe I should have started with my history because yeah. it's much more weird. <laughs> it's just better. So, <laughs> yeah. so my best friend in high school, her name is Katie.
4: We'll we were, we were
3: like very very close in high school when we kind of were goth together and um we listened to a lot of music and i never really got into Jimi hendrix but her dad was into Jimi hendrix and he's from seattle where i'm from washington so it's like
1: Jimi hendrix is from seattle yeah
3: he's born in seattle oh, i didn't know that yeah so i kind of got introduced to Jimi hendrix through her and we were you know teenage goth anarchists at the time and <laughs> um normal stuff um, and
0: Has anything changed since then?
3: <laughs> I'm 35 now. Still goth anarchist. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that was something that she introduced me to was his rendition of Star Spangled Banner. And I love that because it was very anti-American, protesty.
2: What happened to your friend?
3: John knows what happened to my friend. I told him. Let's hear so, it.
2: Was there a falling out?
3: We were very it's close worse. until she got addicted to crank. Oh. Um, and she used to... Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Katie, no. Yeah. So What's that crank? So her mom, her stepmom was really religious. And I remember that she threw away her um, in utero cassette because of the song Rape Me, her Nirvana. And it was like a big deal. We were super pissed at her. And um, I think her name was Nancy.
2: Fucking Nancy.
3: Fucking bitch. Um, and, uh, and Katie, so it was like a weird environment because she didn't really like her stepmom.
4: Nancy.
3: and Nancy. Um, and then she started doing crank to do homework. So are you looking at Ryan? Ryan, <laughs> did you do me. crank? At, did you smoke crank out of tinfoil out of your bedroom? <laughs> I
1: sometimes do uh, Advil, cold, and sinus to get more work done. So... You know? It's
2: almost exactly the same thing it's, exa- yeah,
3: no it's very similar Anyway she went to rehab in Seattle And like lost her virginity to a dildo in a park And uh, she got married when she was 18 And I was in her wedding and it was weird Okay John
2: um, So my background with Jimi Hendrix Was not uh, as good as Monica's We listened to him in high school And smoked pot And then we graduated to Pink Floyd
3: Conformist Nice. Yep.
1: <laughs> Alright Um Yeah, I don't have a crazy story, but my dad liked it a lot. My dad's a big vinyl head in general. So Jimi Hendrix was one where like, he he had just bought like a really expensive tube amp system and he was like really flexing on us as kids. And he was just like, you gotta hear this. And he like put on uh, Voodoo Child. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) So I was a fan.
0: A brief history of Jimi Hendrix that I looked up on Wikipedia 20 minutes ago, but Monica has to tell the story about the army. He got his first guitar when he was 15. It was acoustic. His dad gave it to him, and then he bought him an electric one the next year. He then had to go in the army because um, he got caught stealing a car.
3: I believe he's in the Air Force. He was like in an uh, Air Infantry.
2: I'll fact check that.
3: Division, I believe. Isn't um, a
1: paratrooper? Not right. Am I making yeah,
3: that up? Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, I think that Ryan and I are on the right track. I think that John. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, <laughs> But it's very similar. We were just talking about the show Mash the other day, and Radar and Mash, and how he was a crossdresser to try to get out of Vietnam. Well, oh. Jimi Hendrix actually, after he was in the military for about a year, um, uh, he convinced his commanding officer that he—I think he was like going to the like military therapist, and he was—he had convinced his therapist that he was gay and was in love with one of the fellow soldiers so he was discharged because the military believed he was gay he convinced them that he was gay um and we all know about the the violet scare where people were like (laughs) discharged and like um thought treasonous if they were considered homosexuals so so that's how he got out of the military so he was in about a year and a half and that's how he got out
0: did you know that hey joe was not written by him did not so here's what happened Jimi Hendrix got kind of like a cult following, and the guy who was in charge of the animals had this song called Hey Joe, and he was like, This is going to be a hit, but I have to find the right person. And so he was like searching around for it, and then he found Jimi Hendrix and was like, You're the guy for this song. And that's how Hey Joe came about and how Jimi Hendrix became famous. Yeah.
3: Oh, I also looked up or found a quote that I thought was really interesting, especially in this current political climate. Um, where Jimi Hendrix was asked about the Vietnam War because after his rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner that was, you know, all the squares were like, you're anti-American. And he said, the world is nothing but a gimmick, isn't it? Napalm bombs, people getting burned up on TV. And then he was asked about American cops, and he's like, oh, American cops? Oh, man, it's really great, man. They've got some really groovy uniforms striped down their (laughs) pants. Um, and then he said, you know, clubs in their pockets. Wow. Out of sight. Guns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Such a troll.
0: <laughs> anyway, should we get on with the album? the album? Let's do the album. So we did Are You Experienced? So what's the first song? Is it Purple Haze? Not Purple Rain. Haze. Purple Haze. The classic intro, what'd you guys think?
1: That riff, that riff though. I feel like that that's like super iconic. Anybody that knows Jimi, Hendri- like knows Jimi Hendrix at all probably recognizes that guitar lead.
2: I feel like if you've ever worked in a guitar center, you hate that song because that's like <laughs> the first thing that everyone tries to play. Yeah. And like does a horrible job at it.
1: Did you ever play guitar? Anybody?
2: No. No musical talent.
1: I tried and that was terrible.
3: I played the bass a little bit.
2: Like the guitar bass or the, the the cello bass?
3: No, the guitar bass.
2: I I, I read you more as a cello lady.
3: Because I can spread my w- legs really wide. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Why did
0: you know what he was trying to say there? <laughs> like
2: we've been dating for a while.
3: Okay. He's a dirtbag. <laughs> um, I love that song. I I realized that even though I didn't listen to a lot of Jimi hendrix that when i hear his music i'm like i'm digging it like immediately it puts me like in a good headspace yeah into it
2: yeah that song's amazing it it is it's just so it's like a a headbanger you can dance to
1: yeah i read online too that uh everyone thinks it's about lsd but he hadn't actually done lsd by the point he made this and then there was a backstory of like he fell in love with a girl in new york that was really into like (laughs) voodoo magic he was like, oh, yeah, she did this voodoo shit on me. And like, this might have been inspired by that experience. Awesome. It's a good tidbit.
2: That makes it so much better. Thanks.
3: <laughs> it does. Yeah. We would always think that when he said, Excuse me while I kiss the sky, that it sounded like, Excuse me while I, we kiss the sky. And that was during like a very unwoke period in everyone's lives, the 90s, when I was introduced <laughs> to this. So it's
1: actually a story of how he got out of military service. <laughs> <laughs> good callback
0: mm, callback yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine he just comes up to them he's like i wrote this song do you guys think like i'm gay now can you read this because i'm yeah guys. this yeah. is my journal entry and
3: like nobody doubted like after he got out of the military everyone's like no he's a total womanizer so of course <laughs> i'm gay it, like never came up again yeah
2: He was a womanizer?
3: Yeah. Also, we didn't talk about that he died from a drug overdose. Oh, okay. Here's what my dad said.
0: Okay, my dad said actually he died from taking too many sleeping pills because he was an insomnia.
3: Oh. So it's a common
0: misconception.
3: According to my dad. He overdosed because he took this woman, Monica, spelled with a K, same name.
2: Uh, My mom doesn't believe you.
3: John's mom's like Monica spells her name wrong. It's got a K in it, and then she's like, she spells it like how Malcolm X spells America with a K.
2: So Monica's Monica X in my family. Yeah.
0: Anyways, I also enjoy this song. Um, it's good. It's fine. I'm just oh, kidding. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, the next song is, manic depression.
3: He gets right to the point.
2: He does. He's pretty direct.
1: Right off the bat.
2: Who was his drummer?
1: Mitch Mitchell.
2: That dude kills
3: it.
1: Yeah, I know. We didn't go through the band members at all, but it's weird because I always think of Jimi Hendrix as just like a solo guy, but at the time it was like the Jimi Hendrix experience with him, his drummer, and then this other dude that nobody really cares about. <laughs> so so it, was <laughs> Noel it was only three people? Yeah, it was just three guys doing this. So
2: They, they make... A lot of sound and a lot of noise for three people. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a seven-person band when you listen to it.
0: Yeah. When I was looking it up, like, I didn't think about doing the research into, like, the actual Jimi Hendrix experience. So in my head, I was just literally like, oh, he must have recorded these at separate times and also played the drums. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's a natural leap, I guess. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, this isn't a. a I just feel like having a band that's like literally your name is just like, it's rude to the other members. So I just assumed it was just him, which was a wrong assumption. What are you saying about
3: David Bowie?
2: Or Dave Matthews?
0: I mean, I think we all know (laughs) Dave Matthews. Yeah.
3: What what about Dave Matthews? Let's hear it. Uh, I'd rather talk about how the woman that was with Jimi Hendrix when he died, Monica, how she ultimately committed suicide in her Mercedes. I would like to
0: insert a correction that we should say died by suicide.
3: Continue. Right. uh, Accidental suicide because he overdosed on her barbiturates. So she was, she was living in England, and she got in some legal trouble, trouble for, like, like, defaming the character of one of his ex-lovers. And then she was found dead in her car soon after. She died of as- asphyxiation in her Mercedes Benz. Interesting.
2: In your free time, do you just Google famous Monicas?
3: <laughs> no, but there was... <laughs> There was a German serial killer that was also a cannibal that exclusively ate and killed Monica's, oh and he was I feel caught. Like you're making
2: my case for he me. was caught
3: because when he was trying to flush entrails, the toilet backed up, and the apartment manager caught him. Sexy.
0: I just I feel like Monica like has this like secret bulletin board of like other famous Monica's, and she's just like the vision board is like. What did this one do? How do I stack up to this other Monica? How
2: do I clog my toilet with human intestines?
0: You haven't been killed by a serial killer yet, so you're doing better than some other Monicas. Yeah,
3: because 16-year-old Monica will never let that happen now that she knows that that's a thing. Anyway. How would
1: you like to be, like, the super at that apartment complex on that <laughs> day? <laughs> I mean, like, oh, the toilet's clogged. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me, dude. Um, Friggin'
2: Jimmy's always clogging the toilet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> get him an Excelsior Seven
1: <laughs> for this for this song though. I feel like most of these songs don't have that much, or like they have lyrical content where it's just like stream of consciousness. But this is one of the ones that's a little bit more like pointed to a topic. But I don't think it's actually about manic depression, though.
0: I don't know what it's about, but I literally, literally wrote in my notes a more lyrically in depth song than the rest of this album. So I agree.
2: Yeah, I think that he's, he's always just kind of, like, making music and then saying what happens when he's making it. Like, <laughs> it's just very much like, this is how I'm feeling now. Uh, yeah. And I think that he's not talking about being depressed. He's talking about, like, the feeling that's surrounding him because of, like, the times. Like, I feel mm. like Vietnam very much colors everything that he's talking about or, or making music about. Yeah. Uh, and he's just super depressed about it.
0: I do enjoy that, like every song he has. Whenever he's like sad or whatever, he's like, "But I still got my guitar. Like I can <laughs> yeah. still make music, you guys."
1: I read online too that this was like it's about a guy who wants to like fuck music, but he can't, so he's upset. I was like, okay. I feel like Jimmy so it's, a it's-, <laughs> yeah, it's a biography. It's a biography. But uh, well, that dude fucked music. Huh? <laughs> that guy fucked. Um, I
3: mean, when you watch him play the guitar. I mean, it looks like he's trying to fuck his guitar. Like, his facial yeah. expressions are, like, it's orgasmic true. at some point. He's like,
2: I finally discovered what an erection is. And he,
3: like, really gets into it. Like, like yeah. I mean, he, it's a full-body like play. He plays it with his teeth. I mean, he gets into it. He's kind
1: of, like, pre-, like pre John Mayer facial expressions, you know? Have you seen him do <laughs> shit where he's like... He does that
3: I don't even know if, Like, I, I feel a little bit uncomfortable <laughs> Just like Even linking that comparison Yeah, yeah I know. know He's got
1: that racist penis It's a re- Oh god dude I remember that interview
3: Oh what? my god
2: Yeah he said his penis Is like David Duke He just He's is not said, attracted yeah. To black women
3: my penis is like Ew penis What Yeah Oh, I'm sorry, so he's a racist (laughs) No, it's just
2: his penis, Monica Get it right Wow,
0: I've really just been entering into a John Mayer phase myself Personally, so Extract yourself from that phase Yeah. Also, I love that men feel like
3: They can just write off um, their Things that happen with their penis by saying like I'm not responsible. Men
2: don't like <laughs> men. Men don't like it's douchebags. The little John. Yeah, douchebag yeah, douchebags. Sorry. It's not like men <laughs> like from Robin. Sorry. Out.
0: Anyways, the next one is um, Hey
3: Joe.
0: Hey Joe. Hey Joe. Hey Joe. Oh, the Do you want me to first single. I think we all okay. we all know it.
3: I just felt like I had such a purpose when I was playing him, but I'll just
0: it'll be back. Fine. It'll be you know.
3: So this was his first single, you said. But he didn't write it Mm -hmm.
0: He didn't write it The guy from Someone in the animals May have written it He may have written it Or he was producing it He had the song lyrics
1: Here's like As far as stuff We talk about on this podcast I feel like all of the All the songs on here Are kind of just like A a mishmash Of Mm -hmm. lyric stuff But this one's like The most uh, starkly You could read it As like unfeminist you know, yeah. I mean, like, I know it's, like, a, like a metaphor. You can read it as unfiltered? I mean, it's, like, because I read, he was, like, actually, it's a metaphor for, like, Vietnam and, like, the woman is Lady Liberty. Oh. Sorry, guys, sorry. No, you're good. I was going to look up the <laughs> lyrics. But it's, sorry. like, yeah, I thought that that was a reach. Like, the deeper meaning was a reach.
2: I thought that it was more, like like, PTSD, like, you yeah. come back from Vietnam, and you're super fucked, and you're withdrawn, so you ch- your your girlfriend cheats on her, and then your response is to kill her.
0: Yeah. I just feel like it's like all of these takes are garbage because he didn't write the song. So it's literally about a guy killing his girlfriend. Yeah,
2: yeah, it really yeah. Is. yeah it is. That's it what really, it's like. I was like really you can
0: read it into it because you're like, oh, Jimi Hendrix was troubled, but he didn't write the song. Someone else did, and Joe wanted to kill his girlfriend. And it was really a jerk.
2: Disappointed and we're that all troubled, that. but we
3: don't all like write lyrics about killing someone. We're not all Eminem yeah. guys.
2: We're not all Monica during her goth phase.
0: <laughs> I would love to see some lyrics from that phase.
3: I didn't write lyrics. I was really Bull into like shit. poetry, like P. B. Shelley.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess what you were saying about how everything on this can kind of you can read it from a Vietnam angle. I think that's it's like a good way to look at it. You know,
0: I have a take. My take. take it away. My take is that given the gun situation right now listening to it is like very um bad triggering it's like pretty bad <laughs> given how many like shootings we've had that was good. here wow, wow. <laughs> i was layers. i was thinking about myself here while Joke you, okay anyways i mean i don't know gun rights of the 70s or 60s or whatever but i feel like it was like really i mean it's like it's it's just a good song so i'm trying to find like an excuse to be like but it's like it's kind of weird to listen to a song where a guy's literally like let me go shoot my girlfriend cuz she cheated on me. Like if your girlfriend cheats on you like there's probably a reason and it's your own fault.
2: Well, it's I don't even think he's saying that. He's saying like this is why I've destroyed my life and I need to run away. Like yeah. he's trying to give justification to how crazy and irrational his actions are even though they're crazy and irrational. I
3: disagree. The whole song is really just like, hey, I'm going to get a gun. She's been messing around. I'm going to shoot her. She, um, she's she been messing around. I thought, yeah. she
2: already, I thought he already shot her and he was going to go to Mexico.
3: Well, maybe like it's the like, end of the song. He's always
2: updating him. It's like,
1: he's like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> shot my wife. Yeah, hey, I'm,
3: I'm ready for my bond <laughs> my hearing.
1: Wife. My wife. No, it's weird because <laughs> it's almost like it's really about like complicity, too, though, because it's not like the narrator of the song isn't killing his wife but he's hearing a confession of a guy killing his wife
2: and he's just like hanging out at the bar
1: and he's chilling and then at the end when he hits the solo most unvoke part is where he's like shoot her again for me one time and then he like hits a lick and i'm just like what <laughs> oh did god. you i'm like did you have to do
0: that
3: <laughs> oh
0: my yeah. god so
3: all right so
0: that's all i got for that one yeah we still like the song but it is problematic okay the next song is love or confusion <laughs> I think that this the song title really says it. says it.
2: Yeah, he's really like hit the nail on the head with with what he's. Uh, he's like with this title. Yeah,
0: am I in love or is it confusion? It's literally, I don't know. It's like gonna the only. I'm going to play guitar end. now. Boner. Yeah, exactly. he's like here are some filler lyrics so I can play the guitar.
3: <laughs> filler lyrics. Wink, yeah. wink. Nudge, nudge
1: filler Wait. Sorry. oh like yeah like insertion is that what you're yeah okay got it like fill her fill her <laughs> up okay really got it listening. this is hot yeah. dude. hot puns tonight yeah. i like that um how we live just just sexy puns just sexy puns all day
3: the triggering one wasn't sexy yeah anyway. <laughs> it was like good though it was pretty good
1: yeah i like i like this song a lot actually i was coming back to this album and like all the ones i didn't really like as a kid I kind of like more now like I like the weird almost like the creepy riff where it's like descending into like madness in the song.
0: My whole thing like listening to all this music is that I don't like electric guitar that much is like the whole thing that I've learned about myself. But I like his electric guitar because it's like it's not overbearing. He's like just chilling Hanging out with his electric guitar, and he's not like.
3: I totally agree. Like electric guitar is not something that I'm like gravitate toward, unless it's like well, I'm it's trying Trent to think Reznor. of. I do like Nine Inch Nails. I, I, mean, like Trent I was Reznor. goth in
0: high school.
4: Yeah. How do you guys Trenner's all know really his awesome.
0: name? How Nine do you Nine not? Nails. You know what? Also, he yeah.
3: lived next to Anne Rice, and uh, in is he I think a vampire? They lived in New Orleans, and, and they lived now, next to each he's other. He's from
2: Pittsburgh, which is where I'm from. Oh, really? Is yeah. it? And he went to Penn State.
3: Oh, Damn. Interesting. Anyway, so he's like Jimi Hendrix is like the the fucking best.
0: It's so good. Like, I'm
3: surprised. It's like the music. Okay, this is gonna. This is gonna. I realized what I was gonna say, and I'm Just gonna say it. Just do I'm it. I'm gonna do Pop a disclaimer. I'm not like a stoner, but the music is like alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good take. I like that.
2: I I think it's like, I think like how he plays the guitar is like the a really amazing intersection between. Like, what a really good blues guitarist can do, and what a really good rock guitarist can do. Yeah. He's the only artist that I've ever heard that is like, like truly has his own style but blends them. The dogs are humping each <laughs> other. The <dogs> are tr- <laughs>
1: yeah, the dogs are trying dogs to have sex. Going,
2: the dogs are going fuck wild over there.
1: <laughs> it's
3: the most upsetting thing.
2: Monica yeah. can't take it when Olive humps my dog. If you I could see,
1: if you could see the size disparity between these yes. two dogs. <laughs> so my dog
2: Mallard <laughs> is very afraid of everything and is f- a tiny thirty pounds. She's like a real fat little thirty pounds, and then Olive is a very lean, athletic ninety pounds. Boom! That's
3: yeah, accurate. You guys are gonna have to edit a lot of this. <laughs> That's right. I like to go
1: long.
2: Fucking.
3: Yeah, I've decided I'm getting rid
1: of the timer, and we're just gonna we're gonna, have gonna go long. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <Ryan's> gonna <laughs> we're gonna do like a freak out Jimi Hendrix set. Re- yeah. But like a podcast recording. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: The dog fucking put it over the track. <laughs> put the
1: dog fucking in the track.
0: Yeah, let's move to the next yeah, song. <laughs> What's the next song?
2: All right. It's uh,
1: May This Be Love, I think.
0: I Can I just read my notes for this song out loud? Yes. It's a dope fucking jam. Oh, and he does that cute little thing. And then there's a break. Waterfalls don't ever change your way. What does that mean? Who is a waterfall? That's it. That's what I wrote.
1: Those are, yeah.
0: And that's how I feel. Deep thoughts. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. The person behind me on the bus was like, what is she doing right now? Like really going heavy on the notes app. You
3: yeah. Know? What is she doing and how can I introduce myself to her and masturbate <laughs> in front of her? <laughs> yeah.
0: I did have an old man on the bus literally yesterday asked me to send a text message from him. It was 8 in the morning. And I was like, no, was yeah. my only response. I don't know why. I don't know why he wanted me to send a text message for him. But you
3: can just assume it was something like. I was like. Yeah. A lot I, of yeah.
1: like really weird things happen to you at the bus stop in Sherman Oaks.
3: I would agree with that.
1: I like this song, though. I think it's, uh, <laughs> of all the songs, like the love songs, this is one of the few that seems like it's like not just about trying to fuck. It's like, oh, I'm kind of like, it's like an actual love song,
2: a little bit. Maybe he was talking about a human and not his guitar this time.
1: Yeah. Actually, yeah, I take it back. It's just him wanting to fuck a waterfall this time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, who knew Jimi Hendrix was like so into non-human sex?
1: Yeah, he's really out there with it.
2: And he should be in our living room.
3: He's just dog a, he's fucking.
1: Like no. Just I feel like you bring up
3: bestiality way too much.
2: <laughs> At three times I've brought it up. How is I that get too much? It is three not
4: a times.
3: felony. First of all,
2: In Pennsylvania, first all bestiality be. is sex between a dog and a human or another animal and a human. Was I would you? never want to do that.
1: Dude, it was you who put Mr. Hands. Yes, it, Mr. Was.
2: it was you Mr. Hands. Him. It was me. Yeah, it was oh, me. Oh
3: it. my God. That was a good one. <laughs> it was not.
2: Okay, nobody got it, and everybody thought we were the chameleon because we were acting weird because we were uncomfortable oh, by Mr. Hands.
3: Edit this out. It was such do a not Mr. Hands reference. It was like the town that it was shot in. It was well,
1: like. Washington. I'm from Washington. There's not a lot of so
3: there. Well,
2: I guess we should give, give you guys Hendricks some context. Horse
3: fuckers, like people that are like I'm in love with this horse. Yeah.
2: So we should give you some I'm context. Really- we went to a game night uh, maybe two weekends mm-hmm. ago, and we played this game called Chameleon, where you have to. Give a detail about a subject that's on a card, uh, but try to lie about the detail.
3: You yeah. can edit all of this out, Ryan. Sorry, I don't so, know. yeah, you
2: can edit all of Monica's pieces out, it's too. It's
3: hard because I don't know how to edit this out <laughs> without getting <laughs> the good shit
1: in it. You know?
2: <sighs> so it I, I referenced Mr. Hands, which was the guy that died from having sex with a horse.
1: Yes. Exactly. So a lot of bestiality references
3: on your, three.
1: On your track record. Fucking yeah. three.
3: Three too many. <laughs>
1: Great. Um,
3: Great. Awesome. Moving on. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay,
1: I Don't Live Today.
2: That one might be the best riff on the album.
1: Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. It's really like, I feel like he actually gives kind of like a worldview of his on this, it's like it feels more complete than some of the other ones. You know, he died really young, and he was really into uh, like polyamory, and he's singing about wanting to fuck like everything, not just human beings, like other things. Because
3: he's in love with them. Yeah, polyamory. Washington. He's in love with his guitar and like and waterfalls. So
1: he he's like always
3: looking and to, water like, features. <laughs> <He's>
2: <laughs> and koi ponds.
1: He's always looking to like expand his horizons, I guess. And I feel like this song kind of sums up like. How do I like this is the fake life like the real life is like after this or beyond this
2: one I didn't l- listen to the lyrics because I was so into the music like I thought this was the best like drumming and guitar playing on the entire album it was t- it was like stunning
0: I agree I literally wrote in my notes I like the guitar solo I've never written that before <laughs> honestly Ever. Yeah. I hate guitar solo
2: and it like the other it's great good. G- it's a good guitar <laughs> Solo. The other great thing about all these songs is they're all under three minutes, but they I all have that. like, they all have like, killer moments of musicality in them. So like, they've figured out how musicality. to
3: like musicality.
2: Yeah, it's a word probably. It's, uh,
0: <laughs> it's called Musical.ly and it's an app. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, or is this a Patreon paid subscription by Music Hully? We should
1: make a musically and put it on our Patreon. Just like way late, way past the music. I have no have
3: idea a what Patreon. a Patreon is.
2: It's that thing where uh, sponsors pay it's artists it's to. It's free
3: panhandle online, basically. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're in like, an artistic way. Here's my podcast. Way. Here's this content. Give pay me money. $10 a month. We don't
3: have.
2: Do you want to do that? We don't.
3: No, I just thought of a funny story about how um, my sister was at a bar playing pool with a guy, and they were kind of like hitting it off. And she lives in Olympia, Washington, and so this could happen there. And she's like, "He's like, oh, well, I gotta go because I have to go work." And she's like, "Oh, like what do you do?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, I like I'm a sign holder." And she's like, "Oh, okay, like for like a mattress store." She was like, "What, like the guys that flip signs?" And he's like, "No, by the freeway." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just going to move on to the next song, which is The Wind Cries Mary. Here's what I think about this song. I was listening to it and I was like, is he writing a song about Mary, Queen of Scots? it's not it's not but i wish it was (laughs) it was way better when it was about that because i was like it's such a good it's literally like
3: like warrior queen
0: like somewhere a queen is weeping somewhere a king has no wife i was like it's about mary queen of Scots." it's not it's about his girlfriend at the time mary her name wasn't mary
2: i think the thing that i'm learning about Jimi hendrix in this like during this experience is that he's not like a deep thinker he's just an amazing musician yeah it's like incredibly like oh this is what i'm thinking now
1: yeah that's so true if he couldn't play guitar like transcendently well this would be really like whack this would
2: be like the worst version of thin lizzy
1: yeah (laughs) yeah it's like coffee house poetry over like incredible guitar i think
3: honestly you could probably say that for like Ninety percent of musicians. There's a lot, yeah. yeah. There's a lot. Like, like maybe that. ninety-five. Yeah. Monica holds
2: the. Monica holds the position of musician in high regard.
1: For sure. I don't. I'm not sure what that means. I'm just
3: saying <laughs> that like a lot of musicians don't have like very deep or like meaningful or thoughtful lyrics. That it's like kind of what yeah. sounds good.
0: I agree with you 100. Always on that. Thank yeah, you, unfortunately, I
2: they're they like, Tom Petty. I think always has great lyrics.
0: I like, yeah, I love Tom Petty.
3: I like stories. I like to hear stories.
1: Yeah, there's something about you like, know who's uh, a
3: great lyricist, PJ Harvey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't really know PJ
2: Harvey. Oh, uh, Monica's obsessed with PJ Harvey. She She's is. really great.
3: Amazing. Oh,
2: okay. This was my least favorite song on the album. Really, I like yeah, this song. yeah. I, I like. I originally always thought this was a great song, but as I was listening, listening to the album, this was the only one that like felt a planned B didn't really vibe with the rest of the music and C seemed to like rely on the lyrics as opposed to the musicality of the band Mm. Uh, and everything about the songs that I heard previously that I liked wasn't with this song.
0: I don't know. I like this song. I liked it better when I thought it was about Mary Queen of Scots because I was like, that's fucking cool. She needs more songs about her. Anyone that's listening yeah,
2: like if he had a like there's an actual cool story behind the song it would right. make it a lot better.
0: Well, it's supposed to be about his girlfriend at the time. And
2: they <laughs> go,
4: but
0: then <laughs> that's what she claimed. But then he said afterward it could be about many people. Oh wait, I remember what I was going
1: to say. Or um, guitars. Kind of what you were saying about how it it relies way more on the lyrics than the music. I think that's sort of the appeal of Jimi Hendrix, where he's just like, he has this really simple. It's like a non-in his head approach. You know, he's yeah. just like fully like letting it all out there and not thinking about it. And I think you're right. This song doesn't do that. So
0: he's like meditating via guitar. Yeah, his lyrics are not great.
2: No. Um,
0: okay, next song is
2: fire
3: it's fire oh fuck yeah I dig it too I,
2: I dig it tr- I three
3: like I like it
2: oh I really man do. I love it
1: I don't love it I just think it's not as uh, like wild or inventive as some of the other ones it's really? cool. Like, it's so cool.
3: But. Would you say it's fine? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you must like Jimi Hendrix because I haven't heard you say that once. I do like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really, I was unprepared for that. I'm glad. Um, so, this was the song that he lit originally lit his guitar on fire to. Yeah. Oh. Apropos. Fire.
2: How do you not think this is a banger? This is, like, probably his most danceable song. I still think the music is totally there. The lyrics are simple and easy. Yeah.
0: I just don't think it's danceable.
1: I think I just go to the ones where I'm like I could I could hear like the Kinks doing this and not really losing that much. And like I gravitate more to the ones where I'm like only Jimi Hendrix could do this one.
2: Yeah, that's a good po- I guess like in reference to the rest of the music, it's yeah. very simple, but as an actual song like just by itself. Yeah. I like, s- uh, yeah.
1: I definitely like the song on its own.
0: It just like doesn't Like, I like in the other songs, I don't feel like they're, like, lyrically that good, but there's, like, something that adds, but maybe it's the same thing. Like, I just don't feel like this song is, like, adding anything that, like, is good. Sorry. I guess
2: this song is a good example of how amazing a musician he is, because it is a really good song, and it is really well regarded, but on his album, it's probably one of his simplest songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, that and The Wind Cries Mary are both really simple, but they're, I don't know, like, On radio all the time, so like that speaks volumes about his talent as a musician.
1: You know, you know what ruins it for me actually a little bit is that um, there's a band in Wayne's World. Wayne's Uh, girlfriend plays a cover of it, and I can't not think of that. It's not like a bad cover, even, but it just kind of like cheapens.
3: (laughs) Um, I have a major. I'm just waiting for Foxy Lady to talk about Wayne's World because it's like major association with Wayne's World when Garth is in the diner and he's like. Uh, Heather Locklear is there and he's like, uh and then he puts on Foxy later and it's yeah. like dun 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 and he like does a little like I do love Fox that movie, ears. Yeah. And he like does a pelvic thrust. Oh my god, I love that movie. It's so good. What? Hey she's always she, like gets hit by the car. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. she buys him a gun rack. Yes! (laughs) For all of my guns. I don't don't even own a gun, (laughs) let alone multiple guns to necessitate a rack. (laughs) That's
1: so good. Wow.
3: You guys want to know kind of a dad bopsy drummer. Sure. Fact. That's kind of interesting. ZZ Top. Yeah. They had the long beards.
2: The drummer doesn't have a beard. The
3: drummer doesn't have a beard. You know what his fucking last name is? beard you guessed it fucking beard <laughs> oh, wow. dad bops fact <laughs> that's a
0: conspiracy. um i'm just gonna move on please
3: please All and right. thank you the next
0: one is third stone from the sun which i feel like we already covered in the fact that it's like the only song that's like six minutes long and there's
3: nothing happening except guitar right so yeah. i was curious about his sci-fi fanfare because i enjoy some sci-fi and i look do yeah when classic sci-fi like dune is my favorite book
2: that's okay. considered sci-fi
0: yeah that's the, a bad take i just want to say i'm sorry to interrupt but that's a confusing take to me i don't like that book oh dune? i really like it no.
2: that movie was terrible the
3: book was good though <laughs> the movie so was hot trash it was the book was good um So I was interested in a sci-fi and I guess Purple Haze and this song was um, inspired by sci-fi. And it was like he um, he was super into it um, when he was a kid and he was like into um, what was it Flash Gordon like intensely, which I really I don't know about that. But um, why are you judging him? I'm not in Flash Gordon. We're all just sitting here like Jimi Hendrix is not deep, but really Jimi Hendrix
0: is just operating on like the freaking galaxy brain and we're on the freaking
1: earth brain. He
2: could be. He totally could be. He could be mind-fucking us the entire album until this song. He's a
1: freaking galaxy brain. He's the galaxy brain. Um, Well, his
2: guitar playing is galaxy brain level.
1: Yeah. I think of all this, like this song is the jazziest and the longest and the freakiest, I think. Um, and what you were saying earlier about like, if we're just looking at like he's using the guitar kind of as the lyrics, you know what I mean? Like he's putting all the emotion through that. I feel like this song is like a good, it's like a high water mark of that for me. But
2: other yeah, people might it, not like it. But. And for the length, I, I didn't recognize how long it was until I looked at it. Like it's I very didn't. listenable. I, I I found it to be very easy to listen to.
0: It's it's listenable if you're not paying that much attention. But if you're like sitting there as I was scrutinizing. The lyrics while listening to the song. It's not that listenable. And
2: just being Should worried like about th- the for the five bus
1: rider.
0: freaking minutes. It's so f- How about the end though where he's like the
1: alien voiceover is pretty good? Yeah, like he's like, voiceover. I see you I don't know what he says, but <laughs> he's like, You guys don't deserve surf music. <laughs> and he's
3: like the father, son, and the holy ghost. Should we move on? Foxy Lady is the next song.
2: Hey Monica, take dun, it away.
3: Dun, 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 dun. I mean, I said what I had to say. I really, <laughs> and you know, uh, I think that Ryan and I have a special appreciation for the song. I'm putting words into your mouth because of Wayne's world. You
2: put too many things in his mouth.
3: All right. Just leave John on the editing room floor, like in general.
2: You guys sound like my mother.
3: Um, but that was said to be one of their, like their most, um. Widely like popular hits that was like kind of became the Jimi Hendrix sound that those like hard chords and yeah. I think that's why I thought I wouldn't like Jimi Hendrix as much as I did because I like this song but I don't like 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 it yeah it's like it's fine yeah it's fine I love it but I'm not in love with it
1: I think my notes for this one I just wrote as far as simple dumb jams go this is the one I would save because it's like I feel that way about Fire where it's like just like a good pop jam this one's like silly fun. Yeah, yeah
2: I, I didn't enjoy the song. I, I, I thought it was, like, not good.
1: Oh, damn. Wow.
2: Yeah, just, like, in general, it just wasn't... It, it Like, I've never liked it. I've heard it a million times. It's, it's not my jam.
1: Is it the whispered Foxies?
2: Foxy. No, I, I, it's just, like... I think it's everything. Like, it's, it's, it's too loud to begin with. Like, the lyrics aren't good. It's stupid. Uh, I think l- the music is so simple that it doesn't cover up for the fact that the song is
3: also stupid. is really stupid <laughs> all right well you've never seen garth uh interpretive dance to it so i'm gonna let that slide how but does how
2: does how does like a, a dana carvey how does a canadian dancing make up for Jimi hendrix's song uh it
0: brings it to life anyway or did
2: he do it so at a tim hortons or something
3: okay basically honestly. yeah he really did <laughs> There are um, no other places in Canada. No, there aren't. Um, it was at a Tim Hortons, Every eh? time I hear Tim Hortons, I think about this murder podcast I listen to, and I just think Tim Hortons are where murderers hang out anyway.
2: They probably I are. That's right. Because yeah. murderers also hang out at 7-Elevens, which is like the can, the American version of Tim Hortons.
3: Unless you're in a lot. Unless so. Get in, out of there. You're going to get murdered. Unless you're overseas, and then it's like the bougiest place you'll ever fucking yeah, be. It's the have, only like, raw vegan treat. It's the
2: only place in Copenhagen that had vegan treats.
3: It's amazing. Okay, so this was also interesting because it's very, like, forward, like, you're foxy, like, saying, like, uh, you know, like... You're being sexy. ...being very aggressive with a woman um, and being like, hey. I think that you're hot. And, uh, sorry, I don't want to put the mic too close to my mouth. It's like a... Yeah. yeah. John keeps being like, put it closer to your mouth.
2: I don't know. You're very orally fixated John's this podcast. So
3: um, uh, even though he did, like, get a lot of play with waterfalls and, like, guitars and... Wait, that what?
2: He got a lot of play. He's getting laid a lot. Yeah. He like, had yeah, sex yeah. with his guitar on a waterfall? Well,
0: I we were talking about like, on the radio, so it I appreciate a, someone clarifying. Oh, are just blowing over you. Yeah. yeah. So like, no. I'm
2: tired. I thought you meant it, like he was having sex with his guitar on a waterfall. No, and it I was, was like, a reference He's just going to shock his penis.
3: I mean, it was a callback to him wanting to have sex with music, and then the song He about, does want to have sex yeah. with Yeah, him.
2: he does. All right, good callback. I'm okay, a dick.
3: Okay, yeah. So, um, but he was saying that he was never very um forward with women. People bring back Foxy It's retro oh. It makes cool. me think of Pam Greer Yeah me too Who's that
2: Real Foxy lady foxy. Yeah Does
3: anyone some coffee This is going to be such a detour I know Coffee This, the this movie. is no. Maybe we should re-record This is really just like <laughs> No a this is thing.
1: It's fine It's fine No it's a dope movie with Pam Greer Where she's like a badass It's like a really B movie but cool. She was in a, a She was in She was in Foxy Lady
3: Foxy Brown Foxy
2: Brown Oh
1: Foxy Brown right
0: I didn't write notes for our experience, but so would this be considered
3: the title track? Oh what is titular.
0: Titular track.
3: Titular.
2: I feel like <laughs> we should fact seen check that?
1: these words. Track. Have you oh, seen I'm sorry. A
3: what? musicality? <laughs>
2: no, I didn't <laughs> say that. Musicality.
3: musicality.
2: We well, can that's go back to the record. That is Wait, a I'm that's a word in B. It was recorded. So just listen.
1: There's this uh, UCB when the UCB uh, yeah. had like a TV show. There's like a sketch about this guy who works at a video store and this other dude is in there and he keeps trying to tell the video clerk that he had the titular line in all these movies.
4: <laughs> where he's like you seen the movie
1: Twister I had the titular line in Twister that was a big Twister and the whole thing is just him doing that
3: little man. yeah this
1: is a totally irrelevant man. but oh anyway.
3: that was, when, like, uh, was that one was like the one with like Amy Poehler and uh, Matt Walsh and yeah
1: yeah like all the four yeah. original people
3: what are we on are you experienced <laughs> I saw Matt Walsh in a Thai restaurant down the street oh nice
2: he's a um, Mike on Veep
3: oh yeah I love Veep
2: that's a great show. I would be a part of a podcast about beep.
1: Yeah. Word. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So what do, you, do we have takes on this? Anyone? I like it.
0: I too like the it. scratching?
1: Predates uh, like hip hop DJ scratching by like 10
0: years. I think that's interesting. It's the titular scratching. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can I got you play one it? got one laugh.
2: I laughed. Um You didn't do it into the mic, it doesn't count. Really you gotta you gotta you gotta be like close yeah, enough like to the have mic you where done you're
0: acid? I have. That's oh is that what it's about? Basically. Yeah. Uh, Jimi Hendrix and I really did not vibe on the lyrics. I did not understand any of these references.
2: I think you just need to do acid. I've never done acid.
0: I don't wanna
3: do acid.
2: It's uh, you're high for a long time.
3: Alright, so the next song... Yeah, so that's it. No takes. Nobody Stone Free is the next one. I wasn't um, aware of the assignment. Oh, gotcha. So... Yeah. Alright.
2: Why are you looking at me?
1: <laughs> I listened to
3: this on Spotify, and I guess
1: when this album first came out, this was the end of the album. Technically. I appreciate that. So... As do a few I. We got more, though. So we're going to do them, because we listen to them.
2: Stone Free was also a very good song. Very, good, really, really good drum riff.
1: Stone Free is dope. Yeah, yeah, and that's, great song. I don't like it. That's where we're at. Why not? Stone Free. Should we play that? Can we play that? Okay. One? yeah, yeah play Stone
3: that. Free. Cowbell. That's so
1: good. Right? <laughs> yeah, the cowbell is so good. You don't like it. Yeah,
2: it's so it's nice and bluesy I think it's his bluesiest one Yeah. Um, and like I, I definitely think he lets the band kind of take the lead with this one a little more yeah
1: I agree yeah I like it it's not. I mean, it's like that familiar thing of like it's like a rolling stone type message I guess right where it's like yeah but
2: like he probably he did this before the rolling stones
1: no I know but I mean like I am a, like you are a rolling stone you're oh, like free oh, yeah, to yeah, wander yeah. but yeah it's dope though
0: I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. But I don't remember what I didn't like. My note says, eh, I don't love. He's doing what he
4: pleases.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I wrote in my notes. I have some really good notes. Lily hates freedom. I just didn't like it. It's like, make better choices. The one thing I do like about him is I feel like when you listen to him, you just like feel how much he liked doing what he was yeah. doing, which you don't always like feel. From no, the musician, no, no. But you can just like, even if you're like, oh, I don't like this song that much. You're like, Jimi Hendrix was like having a good fucking time when he recorded this. Yeah. Like I
2: get the same feeling whenever I listen to Janis Joplin, too. where like, it's just like that person is obsessed with what they're doing yeah. now.
0: So I appreciate that. But personally, I didn't like the direction of this one. The next song is 51st and
2: first um.
3: So I'm looking at the lyrics now. <laughs> it's a cutie pie couple. Wow. Okay, so it starts out for 50 years they've been married and it's like they can't wait for their 51st. So it sa- starts out with like this couple that's been married and they're old and happy. And yeah. then the next verses come in and they're like, they for 10 years they've been married, thousand kids went around homeless because mom was a louse, dad's down at the whiskey house. <laughs> then it's for three years they've been married, they don't get along so good, they're tired of each other. And then it's like the last verse is like, "Yeah, I'm not ready to get married. I, I think I'm I think I'm cool." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <that's> so weird. <laughs> it's just like a right? like a balanced essay on marriage.
3: The pros and cons of marriage.
0: It's like it could work out.
3: Yeah, here are three could? case studies.
1: Yeah, my favorite thing. I don't like. I don't think this is that good of a song. But what I do like. Is where he's like, (laughs) there's a part where he's like, you say you want to get married? And then he's like, I'm going to change your mind. And then the song keeps going. (laughs) I'm like, that's fucking hilarious to me. I thought it was
2: all the same couple the whole time. Oh. And I I thought he was like doing chronologically backwards, where it's like they have grown to like each other.
0: Oh. Oh. I thought that too. Could be. I thought that too.
2: Which I also thought was stupid, because it's like, why would you want to get married to somebody that's like, no, fuck
0: off, I don't want to do this. Right.
2: 50 years later.
0: It was the '70s. I, I also
1: wrote that this is like this
2: is yeah, barely guess, a song, you know. Yeah, it is barely a song. It's just
1: him talking over like a guitar, <laughs> beat. but I I enjoyed it.
2: Okay, but like we can see that about like almost every one of these songs, where he's like he's like coyly mumbling over great music. Yeah, that's so accurate. Oh great lyricist, God. this guy.
1: Coy mumbler, Jimmy Hendrix.
0: <laughs> title your twitter handle yeah. the next song is highway child which originally can i thought was chili
2: can we get an intro on this highway one chili. i forgot what it sounds yeah. like
3: highway chili
2: Oh, i could go for some chili
3: same chili. i know what we're doing after this <laughs>
2: chili run Getting
3: chilies. <laughs> sponsored by chilies
2: uh, so, Olive walked away whenever we showed her the music. She's not into the song.
3: I feel like that's a Guitar Hero song. Like,
2: Yeah, that, that honestly sounds like a video game.
1: I feel like you give me, give me the first, like, just that much of the song, and I like it. Yeah. But beyond that, I'm kind of like, eh.
0: Like, I what? say eh, too.
1: Lily's notes on this are so good. It's just like, <laughs> it says, Highway Child pretty good kind of repetitive i don't know i have no
2: feelings (laughs) (laughs) at this point in the album i got kind of sick of listening to him so i I turned on a podcast
0: yeah i agree i'm gonna release my notes to the public for this album because they are like really spicy yeah um, it's for the culture. I'm like a celeb I'm like here's my notes app <laughs> apology but it's just like my takes on Jimi Hendrix and they're like it's okay
3: I have no feeling I didn't like it
0: Sweet. so we all kind of felt eh on this one we don't care about Jimi Hendrix's childhood is apparently how we feel
2: um, I just childhood. I don't think he did a great job of expressing his childhood because it was like I was on the road <laughs>
1: Yeah, I agree,
0: yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Should we just... What's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> this is garbage. Can, can you see me is the next one. Well, that one's
2: not good either. It's
0: trash too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All of these ones are trash. No, the last one,
1: though.
2: The last one's really good. I like you want to skip to the last one?
1: Yeah, do, does anyone have a burning take on
2: this one? I don't know. I skipped it. Uh, I was uh, genuinely in traffic, and I was like, no, thank you.
0: Is this the one... Is this all for this or is there another song in between here and the last one? Uh that's it. Oh, I guess I liked this song. Oh, you did. I okay. changed my mind apparently. I don't but know. I'd wanna, have to to You want to put it. the first bars on it, yeah. Monica? Sure. Remembrance. That's not the
2: word. It works.
0: Remember. It's a remembrance. It's a, rem- okay, it's, it's, really a it's a rem- remembrance. Rem- remembra? Yeah. I didn't.
2: I didn't like the song because I felt like they took the same music from Hey Joe, made it worse, and then made up a song as they (laughs) as they played it. It was like, oh hey, we're real drunk at this point in the set. Let's just do something.
0: I liked that it was like one thing. It was like he literally just was doing like the one beat the whole time, and I liked that. It's like comedians. Yeah, I
2: typically don't laugh at the same joke twice because I heard it. Good takes. I'm real bougie
0: the comedian thing from grace 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 hates, yeah. grace hates when comedians reuse jokes it was
1: like a shock to grace that like comedians don't just like come up with brilliant intricate bits like on the fly she was like people redo those and she resents them for that so yeah
2: it's a profession they yeah. hone it
1: exactly
0: anyways our final song of the evening red house red
2: house you want to play the riff <coughs>
3: I really could just listen to him play the guitar.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah for like ever.
3: And yeah. I like that one because it's very bluesy.
1: Me too. I like it because it's like you know how there's, say, there's that saying of like if you're gonna break a lot of like rules in an art form you have to already you have to prove that you've mastered the basic ones first and I feel like this is him kind of doing that like he, it's original it's an original blues song but it's just like
2: he's but still it still like, sounds like Jimi Hendrix like yeah. you can t- you can hear that and immediately say that was him
1: right there's just something cool about it like it's really basic and I kind of know where it's going but it's also like he is still able to play within it I like that
3: it's really interesting because when you look up these songs you have one take like for red house um they say that it's based on uh linda keith who was keith richard's girlfriend and a big fan of hendrix a supporter of hendrix and she had uh like i think lived with a friend in manhattan and their apartment had red velvet walls and she referred to it as the red house and he had played the song before and dedicated it to her and in the lyrics it says i've got to get out of here because my linda don't live here no more but then a longtime friend and basic bassist for the hendrix post experience um, said that as far as he knows he doesn't it doesn't have any significance or any reference to any particular person and i feel like looking at these songs it's all like yeah it was about this but then this person said it wasn't about anything
1: yeah it's
2: yeah like, because he made it up like when he was playing it like in in front of a stage of like a thousand people and like one guy recorded it
1: <laughs> all of these are just made up
2: um, no fact checked
3: Guys, fact songs checks. and lyrics are made up
2: Complete, no way no who um, no. know?
1: Um, I don't know where I was going with that, actually. But I looked up a quote for this that I think is fucking hilarious. You know, so John Lee Hooker heard uh, Jimi Hendrix do this in a bar. And he was like, <laughs> it's like the most blues quote ever. He says, that red house, that'll make you grab your mother and choke her. I was like, okay. <laughs> grab your mother okay,
0: and you choke her. Okay, you can just play your mom. I never have choked my mother, John.
1: But John Lee
0: Hooker. I like appreciate how meta he is about that he's playing the music he's <laughs> like yeah i don't got this but here's my fucking guitar everyone listen to my guitar and then he just like goes off yeah. and i i liked that
2: but it's like listenable typically guitar solos suck
0: no i 100% agree yeah i hate guitar they're terrible it's a good one top
1: three guitar on the album for me this song
2: mm. oh yeah totally yeah.
0: anywho should we wrap this uh yeah, um, wrap this up we like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah? Yes. Great,
2: great musician.
0: Yeah. Fan.
2: I'm a fan. Fan. What good good dad tunes. Good dad.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We do our dad thing. Oh, what's our dad thing?
1: Like the dad image thing. Oh yeah. Do we have, have, have any? One? I don't have any.
2: Oh, I got a good one. I don't Go have. Ahead. Any I think like the dad that listens to this is a stoner psychologist that like had kids late uh, and like always shows up like kind of infrequently to uh their child's events, like what? he's he's like always around but super like either tardy or just like forgets to go to like soccer games a lot. Okay, G-9. yeah. And then this is the dad that always hides his weed in the freezer.
0: <laughs> John works in weed. Specific takes? No,
2: no, like it's this is a a guy I'm actually thinking. Oh, of. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Sub podcasting a guy right
2: now. <laughs> I hope he's listening.
1: I'm
0: just gonna send him it. You're like, hey, so I was on this podcast, Mr. Dickinson. Uh, you
2: listen? That's, That's his name, listen. Tom Dickinson. I'm gonna
0: find him and I'm gonna send him this. podcast. He's
2: a really, really nice guy.
0: I think my uh,
1: the image I kind of get is a guy who's like a really peaceful hippie on the outside who has like really violent tendencies that you don't know about. <laughs> That's kind of like the vibe that I get from this. A lot of the lyrics are pretty dark and violent, but he's just like jamming so you don't really pay attention
3: i don't know i keep thinking of like the guy that was like a youth during nom and kind of bought it and it was like yeah hendrix and he still got a soft spot for it but he's totally a republican now <laughs> yeah. right yeah. yeah
2: that's a good one like
3: he was like well that was different those were different times but now he's like
2: it's like my mortgage is too expensive yeah Fuck obama
0: well, I feel like I kind of agree with you because, like, what I was thinking was, like, the scene in, like, across the universe where they're, like, bowling. Well, I think there's a scene where they're bowling, but I could be. We believe you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're not going to fact check this.
0: Someone, someone is going to be like, that's 100% wrong, but I don't care. Um, but it's, like, the f- they're all, like, together and they're friends and they're, like, fighting against the revolution or whatever. That's, like, the vibe that I get from it. It's like a friendly, it's a friendly revolutionary fight.
2: It's like a, you show up at soccer sixty percent of the time. Revolution.
0: And you put your weed in the freezer. Are you yeah. your dad, psychologist again? Yeah, <laughs> Tom <laughs> Dixon. <laughs> Anyways, thanks oh. guys for coming on
2: the podcast. Anytime. Thank thanks for having us.
3: And up? I'm sorry. No, yeah, it's I
2: really. Good. I apologize. Yeah. They're gonna yeah, do. They're gonna do airborne oh, toxic it's earth, event.
0: Wind oh, right. Earth, wind, and fire. Oh Earth, wind, and fire. Album to be determined, I guess. Yeah. TBD. September. Anyways, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.